The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. PlayStation. play where greatness is always waiting welcome to the playstation experience it is i as always your boy dad ninja dev and as usual i'm joined by the leader of the four horsemen himself mr delvin cox how you doing this morning i'm doing good brother but i got a lot of stuff on my mind because i know y'all know what's going on who shot ghost y'all know who shot ghost we've been going on this whole season we've seen the man get shot y'all know who shot him i want to know what's going on tell me who shot ghost how you doing brother I'm chilling like a villain, you know. I don't know who shot Ghost. I don't watch that show. Haley, did you shoot Ghost? No. I don't even know what who that is or what that is or why they've been shot. So That, that makes suspect. it all the more better. That sounds suspect. I think she did it, man. I, I, I did not ghost. do it. <laughs> Has nobody spoiled this on any other podcast anywhere in the world? I'm sure somebody knows. Somebody I, don't think, I don't think anybody who watches Power to know who Ghost is, but it's trending like crazy. Oh, people know. That's yeah. why it's trending. I got a lot the of friends who. The watch only power. thing I, I know just, is mm. the only thing I know is that Ghost is trending on Twitter right now, and I don't want to even look at that tag because I have no idea what it is. Uh, it's, it's a it's, show called. It's power. so funny. It's, I you know I tried watching it, but in the early seasons I couldn't get over Tommy's acting, so I couldn't keep watching. Oh, oh it's a god awful terrible show. <laughs> <laughs> it is an awful show, but it's one of those things like, uh, we don't have that many black centric shows now we yeah. got snowfall and stuff like that it's power kind of one of the first ones power and empire so people kind of yeah. still just watch it but it's awful it is an awful show like i watched a few episodes like this is some really bad acting and lorenz tate still looks like he's young so that's cool it's a vampire definitely yeah. is yeah you know I, I started watching it and then it, it wasn't the wire so i stopped watching it the wire is just fantastic so that is true but the thing about power i think is it's probably gonna be remembered like people are gonna remember this show fondly like the wire it's not nowhere near as good as the wire but people are gonna talk about the show like it was the wire absolutely absolutely and moving on you heard her a moment ago but uh also joining us from a radioactive waste site after you know her plant melted down last last week uh miss Haley nicole miller how goes it this morning have you found refuge uh, you mean the false alarm of radioactivity? Um, yeah, I'm That's all right. I want you to believe. Uh, a little tired, so uh, right before we started recording, I was just like playing screamo music in my headphones. Good way Play. to wake yourself up. Playing what? Mark. I was playing like I Prevail and Disturbed in my headset while waiting but- for us to start recording because they're very loud music. You called it what? Screamo music? 
Yeah. That's that's a new term. I've never heard that before. That's what it's called. For real? <laughs> yeah. That, that's a thing? Yeah. God, I'm when old. It's, um, it's also like rock metal is another term for it, but like, uh, generally it's a lot of, it's music that like either has a section of the song where it's just someone screaming essentially, or like you can constantly hear screaming throughout the back of it. It's generally like a term used to refer to like, I prevail and like bring me the horizon and not really disturbed. The only song disturbed has that fits that is, uh, down with the sickness, which is a very good song. I'm just, I needed to wake myself up. So that's why I was playing it in my ears. Hmm. I thought that was called death metal. Screamo mm. music. It's not a genre I listen to, so I I, I got nothing. I'm gonna you're you're the expert on that. I if I was listening to anything right now, it'd probably be Eminem's new album, Music to Get Murdered by. It's a good album. Mm, I'd rather I, not you know, get murdered, but let's not that, But you I shot ghosts. Though. No, I did not. Yeah, you're over here shooting no. people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you pulling trigger on ghosts, but you, you ain't trying to listen to me. I don't even know where to get my hands on on a weapon. So oh, just come, just come come to the U.S. It'll be easy, easy. That's Five not minutes. a great. That's not a great endorsement, you guys. You can get one at Wendy's. Five for five. Um, just all right. Craigslist, real quick. What the heck you know? is your Wendy's doing? Oh, we we bought that life at Wendy's. Oh man. I mean, it got what you need. You want yeah. it, I got it. All right, all right, Dev. Hmm. How's your week been? Oh, you know, it's, it's been a week, you know. Kids were sick, now they're not, and going transitioning back to school and everything is, has been fun. Uh, I've played some games. I'm on call currently for work, so at any point in time, I might get a call and have to go do actual work. Um, preferably that does not happen. <laughs> I got one call yesterday, right at, right like right after I finished the podcast for the Stadia show. For those of you that haven't listened, listen to the Google Stadia show. It's pretty good. Um, other than that, my work has been my work has just been busy, just catching up after being gone from work for a week for CES, uh, and then being in email jail forever, trying to respond to people, and just been busy with work. Um, yeah, that's been what's up. Been a cool week. Can't complain. All right. Um, so, what have we all been playing? I'm actually going to talk about this now um, instead of waiting for the mail. But the PlayStation wrap-up happened. Um, they sent out an email. Or actually, I don't know if people got emails. I saw it as just a, a blog post. But I know they usually send out emails for this at the end of the year or the beginning of the year. Yeah. They used to send out an email with, like, your year in review or whatnot. Um, I don't think they did that this year. But They sent out emails, too. Blog post. They sent out emails, too? Okay. Yeah, because I got an email. So the PlayStation wrap-up went out. Um, to let you know, you know, how many hours you put into games and what you did. Um, so I thought we'd just go over it a little bit, um, just to, to, to see how we, uh, failed miserably, you know, to Haley and how many hours she put in and how many trophies she got. All right. So, so am, I, am I starting then? <laughs> yeah, you go ahead and start so we can look, look like peasants compared okay. to you. So, for the year of 2019, now keep in mind, these stats are only collected from January 1st, uh, 2019 to December 10th, 2019. So there might be a bit of an inaccuracy for some people. Mine's correct, though. Um, so it says I played 68 different games for 2019. Uh, my top game was Rocket League at 121 hours. Thank you, Stone. Uh, the Division 2 at 113 hours. 
and Assassin's Creed Odyssey at 106 hours. Um, my top genre was action adventure with 32 games, 103 trophies, and 325 hours. Uh, you clocked in 2,480 hours of gameplay. Throughout the year, you played 281 days, 2,226 hours locally, 250 hours on, uh, sorry, 254 hours online, zero hours in PSVR, your longest gaming streak was 12 hours, and your prime time to play is Sunday nights. You earned 737 new trophies. <laughs> oh my God. 562 bronze, 139 silver, 30 gold, and 6 platinum. And that's the gist of the wrap-up. My uh, title for the year was Action Hero. Good God. That just puts me to so much shame. It's like I don't even play video games. <laughs> <laughs> like, good Lord. Um, I'll just go into mine. So... Mine was pretty, pretty paltry. I only played apparently only 12 different games last year. Uh, my top game, of course, was Destiny 2 at 243 hours. The next one was Marvel Spider-Man at 37 hours. And then a paltry 8 for Anthem. Uh, clocked in 303 hours of gameplay. Only 126 days of the year I played. Uh, 189 hours locally, 114 hours online. My longest gaming streak was 8 hours, which was probably a raid in Destiny. My prime time to play is Saturday evenings, which was probably Destiny raids. Only 57 new trophies, 43 bronze, 9 silver, 5 gold. Um, and yeah, my title of course was Marksman because I shoot things in the face. And that's pretty much all I play is, you know, shooters right now. Hey, right. hey nothing wrong with that. What about you, Delvin? Where where did you stack up, or is it hidden because you know you don't unhide your trophies? <laughs> no, I, I have my <laughs> list right here. I have played thus far for 2019 99 different games. My top three games are funny because two out of three of these games aren't even mine. I wasn't even playing these games. Number one is Minecraft PlayStation Edition, which I'm quite sure was my nephew. <laughs> Number two was NCAA Football 2014, which was also my nephew. And number three was um, Red Dead Redemption 2, which was me, at 45 hours. Nice, nice. Yeah, I beat that one. Um, nice. The title I got was, um, the most played genre I played was um, Action Adventure, which seems likely for me. Yeah. I played, I clocked in at 1,742 hours of gameplay. I played, throughout the year, I played 183 days. 1,742 hours locally, two hours in PSVR, zero hours online, which I'm very proud of. <laughs> and my, <laughs> my longest gaming streak has been 11 hours. My, time t- my prime time to play is Sunday, because that's the only day I'm probably not podcasting something now. <laughs> and I've owned, earned a grand total of 208 new trophies, 187 bronzes, 19 silvers, Two golds and no platinums, which I'm also more proud of. And we'll never know what any of those are because they're hidden. Yes. Yeah, because it's still <laughs> hidden. It's still hidden. Fifteen weeks later, and it's still hidden. Too many, too many buttons to press to undo that. Sorry, <laughs> can't help you there. We're about to start a campaign. Unhide Delvin's trophies. 
Hashtag make Delvin unhide his trophies. I have saved a whopping $47 with PlayStation Plus due to um, offers and add-ons. My top played game online is Call of Duty Modern Warfare at an exact zero hours played online. Also very proud of that. Wait, how do you... How do you play? How does your top game, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, but you've played exactly zero hours online? Because I've played all the 15 minutes online of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Wow. That is the only game I played online. Delvin does not play with the onlines at all. It's not at all. Not at all. Last year, I got 24 free games, none of which I played or cared about. <laughs> wow. I, I did, because the ones I've had are already. The ones they gave I already had, like Edith Finch, I beat like when it came out. The Witness, I can't stand. So then how did you get all 24 games if you already owned them? Because like I only, I only had 20 out of the 24 because I guess four of them I only owned. I only had 21, but I owned three of them already. Like You can't download them if you already own them. It just tells mm-hmm. you how many games they gave away for the year. Yeah. It says 24. Wow, yeah, only you downloaded I downloaded 20 of the 24 because I guess four of my own. Yeah. Steep for Honor. I didn't own Steep. I did own For Honor. Modern Warfare Remastered, The Surge, Conan Exiles, The Witness, Edith Finch, Overcooked, Borderlands Collection, Sonic Mania, Detroit Become Human, which I definitely owned because I beat that game. I still haven't beat that. I had to go back to finish. Oh, you know what? It probably did all 24 because if you have them physically, it doesn't count them. Yeah, that's what it is, I think. Because all these games that I had, that's on this list, I had digitally already. Ah, uh, okay. You mean physically already? Yeah. Ah, uh, got it. And my title is Action Hero, by the way. The Last Action Hero. Yes. Nice. Uh, the only thing I've really played outside the wrap-up talk this week is uh, Borderlands 3. Met to stream, and then work kept calling me to come in, which I def- desperately need the hours, so I haven't really had a chance to stream this week. But, uh, tentatively, uh, the day this comes out, this afternoon, I'll be streaming The Witcher at twitch.tv slash Haley Zarell. Boom, there it is. It's good. Very nice. I've been playing Control. I love this game. It's a lot of fun. I'm very glad you love this game. Yeah, it's- that's... Yeah. It's really good. That's the only thing I've been playing because I'm trying to actually play it through to completion. And I know if I step away from it and then try to come back, I'm going to be like, what the hell am I doing? How do, What does what? How does this control? So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to keep playing that till I'm done with it and then move on to something else in the backlog so I can have as many. Well, no, I won't have as many hours played as Haley because it's on PC. <laughs> 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 but uh, I'm digging it. Doesn't matter how many hours you have logged. The fact is, you're still playing games, and that's what matters. DC yeah. truth. Look here, Devin. Just because you can't figure out the PC doesn't mean you're gonna hate on my PC gaming. All right. I'm not doing all those drivers and crap <laughs> like that. Hey, Del- Delvin, Delvin, Delvin. It's not hard. I do it too. So I don't even want to turn my trophies off. What are you talking about? <laughs> because too many. You buttons. don't want to talk about any of those specifics. You hate the technical specs too. Why are you yeah. here? Angry know. old man yells at Cloud. <laughs> Pretty much. That, that reminds me of that scene from The Simpsons when Abe walks in the door, puts his hat on the coat rack, walks in a circle, puts it back on, and walks out. That's what happens every time y'all start talking about specs. I 
<laughs> take my little hat, take my little coat, put it back on, and just walk out. <laughs> Talk about these oh, teraflops man. and stuff. <laughs> what have you been playing this week, Devin? Anything? Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Oh, man. I want to play that so bad. Mm, um, I, I see that uh, Kind of Funny did an impressions on it. I haven't had the chance to watch it yet, but uh, how is it, Delvin? I like it so far. It plays like those, like the old school Naruto games and stuff like that. It plays fine. It's, it's good. It looks beautiful. But we've gotten to that point now where and all anime games look beautiful. They look just like the cartoon show. So yeah. it's not like it's anything impressive with saying, hey, this game looks like the cartoon show. No. All of them pretty much look like the cartoon show now. It's not, we've gotten past that point where that's impressive now. I still think it, it's pretty impressive because it just, it, I think the way it, it looks and the way it feels like it moves, just, it, like, DBZ was always one of those games or move shows that I feel like it's kind of hard to translate because of the way they move sometimes. Like, they're moving so fast, and then they pop, they, they teleport real quick. And I think the game captures that really well from, like, the stuff that I've seen. Like, the way you can actually teleport and fight and then move and fight, I think they just captured it really well. I think yeah. it's... It's such a really, it pays really good homage. And the fact that it's the whole DBZ story, just like, oh, man, that is dope. That's a lot of hours for a game, which I also think is really cool, which is perfect because everything in its mother got delayed. So now you, you just play the whole DBZ story until, you know, a game comes out, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I like how it plays so far. It's a little complex. They added stuff that they don't need, they probably need to have. And plus, also, flying in that world is kind of dumb. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's not terrible like when you're flying like the open world you have to fly in the open world and sometimes you'll have people attack you while you're flying in the air and stuff is, you it fly, like, is, it, is it like actual flying or is it like gliding fly, it's, it's flying does it feel like Anthem because Anthem nailed flying no it does not oh, boo. it doesn't feel that good it feels kind of like uh, they could have did this a little bit better and, oh, man. but it, it's, it, it's good I'm, I'm, now, let me clarify this. When I talk about flying, I'm talking about flying in the open world. I'm not necessarily talking about flying doing a battle. No, mm. no, I know, I know what you're asking about. I've seen Dragon Ball Z. Uh, no, the only reason I was asking you how they do it is because Saints Row did the flying thing, but it wasn't really flying; it was gliding. So that's why I was asking. Yeah, but mm. this um, these characters all, for the most part, fly. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's flying. It's not like. You can high speed fly and stuff like the Dragon Ball cartoon okay. show and stuff like that too. I like, like I said, I like the game a lot. It's fun. It's good for to sit down and just like I guess kick back and relax and play it. If you love Dragon Ball, I'm quite sure you'll love this game. But it's by no means perfect. But it's a fun, cool game retelling the story. It feels like a lot like the games we used to get back in the day. You know, how we used to get these licensed games that mm-hmm. would tell us the story beat for beat. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of reliving everything. That's what it feels a lot like. And I think that's cool. And I wish we had more of those type of games. So I like it a lot so far. Sweet. Definitely going to be a pickup for me at some point. Okay. Well, we asked you guys for questions. And you guys responded. So uh, let's get into the questions of this week. All right. So... At Games We Don't Pod asks, I believe that's another one of your, you know, million podcasts, Delvin. Some show, I'm assuming this <laughs> may have been Chaffee. Probably. Either him or <laughs> the, Sean. Yeah. The back button is in some Walmarts today, as of yesterday. Did y'all pick those up? Also, Wiener. 
I tried to pick it up. I went looking for one, and the Walmart that I that I that I went to, Brick said they had them in stock, but I couldn't find them anywhere. I also tried doing the uh, order online, pick up in store, and it wouldn't let me complete it because the pre-order date was just weird. So every time I tried to to order it, it would be like you need to pick a credit card that has a uh, expiration date before the uh, release date. So it was just being really, really weird there online service. So I unfortunately was unable to pick one up. I'm going to try a different Walmart today, maybe after church, but uh, was unable to pick it up. What about you guys? Did you guys even attempt? I haven't seen it, but also I'm like broke until the end of February when hours go back up. So. What about you, Devin? I completely forgot it came out. I legit forgot it came out. Um... Well, we also didn't expect you to pick it up, Mr. I don't care about specs. I, I'll get I'll get in the back, but but I mean he's got a scuff, so you know. yeah. It seems like something cool to have. Yeah, it didn't exactly come out yesterday. It's supposed to actually come out, I believe, uh, the twenty fourth, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, like later this 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 upcoming week. But uh, yeah. Walmart decided they were just going to release them early. Ah, <laughs> oh, cool. So and that's that's Walmart's how happy. that's how you get Sony lawyers at your door going, hey, um, you're not getting any product from us now. That's not the first or second or third time Walmart's done that. They've done that yeah. multiple times. I've been to Walmart. I'm, like, I'm well aware. Walmart also spoiled E3 a couple of years ago. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. They sure did. But I have been to Walmart multiple times, and I'm like, this game's not supposed to come out for another month. <laughs> and it's on the shelf. Yeah. I'm like, hey, can I buy this? They're like, yeah, sure, whatever. This, this is why when things come in the warehouse now, they have a giant sticker that says, do not place on shelf before so-and-so date. I feel like they've always had those, and Walmart has always ignored them. <laughs> yes. And I've had a couple of times where I went there and bought it, like, hey. And he's like, hey, this is not ringing up. I'm like, you know, they're like, you know the price of it? Yeah, fifty nine ninety nine. Okay. And they ring it up, and I get the game. So it's not like, oh. okay, I just got this game three weeks early. Yeah, like, my, uh, I'm looking at BrickSeek right now, and every Walmart says that they have, like, six or more in stock. But I know if I try to order, it'll be like, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, but Craziness. I want to check it out. I want to check it out just to to see. And I was just at Walmart today too. Already, this yeah, I had um. I usually go wash clothes in the morning. I went to go get um some rabbit food for my daughter's rabbit, and I went to go get Gemini Man on Blu-ray. because uh, mm, I like that movie. Nice. Hey, you get? Oh wait, I don't even know why it asked that. Uh, that digital code would not work here. Rip me. I want to see it, but I don't want to. I don't want to buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah, the code wouldn't work there, so. But it's a good movie. Tried to... Tried to give away codes on the Discord last week. Tried all of them. None of them worked here. Thanks, stupid, (laughs) stupid internationalism. Yes, terrible. Terrible. Canada Canada sucks. It does. It's a terrible place. Well aware. All right, moving on. At Kenneth DL and uh, Jace, a.k.a. Beckeridge... Uh, ask, so did Cyberpunk 77 moving to September confirm the launch dates for PS5 and Xbox? So this has been a thing that people are assuming. Um, I've seen this multiple places, multiple times of people thinking that since Cyberpunk has moved to September, that maybe that's the release date for, for next-gen consoles. That's too I, early. 
I mean, I'm inclined to say no, absolutely not. I don't think it, I don't think it is confirming any release date. And it's also weird because we know that everything is supposed to be backwards compatible. So who cares? Like, why would you wait to release it for the PS4 if it's also the PS5 date when it's just going to be a backwards compatible game anyway? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, CD Projekt Red has said multiple times, like, we're not developing this for, for next gen. We're, this is a PS4 game. We have no plans right now to make this a PS5 game. But even if they did, wouldn't it just be the same game with the patch? Yeah, it would be. Um, the other thing is, is that September is too early for the new consoles. Uh, is it? Just, yes. Uh, just based on what's launching in September that we know of right now, there might be more. Uh, I feel like launching in September, especially because that's when everyone goes back to school. Um, I know in the States, some people go back in August as well, but that feels like a little too early. You want to release it as close as you can to the holiday without, you know, launching in the month of December. So I feel like they'd have to, they'd want to release just before um, Black Friday. That'd be a smart move on their part. I mean, it's when... The Xbox and the P and the uh, the Xbox One and the PS4 launched in the first place. Um, now, granted, they could break mold and launch in September. I still don't think it matters though that Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven was delayed to. Uh, I don't think it has any relation to the console release because again, everything's backwards compatible. So you're either right. just gonna get a patch for the game or you just get a, a another copy of the game that. It's just PS5 on it instead of PS4, so. Yeah, see, that's the weird thing about this. It's like everybody's like, maybe it's confirming dates, but yeah, the whole backwards compatibility things moving forward, it's like, it it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter because it's just, it's backwards compatible. So you can release it on PS4 and then as soon as the new systems come out, they work. At least that's what we're being, that's what we're, we're led to believe yeah. at this point, that everything will just work on next gen. and there'll probably be some patch on the back end to make it, you know, take advantage of the higher, the higher specs or whatnot. So I don't think, and the faster loading times as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this, this date confirms anything other than this is when CD project red thinks they'll be ready to ship the game. Oh, and that's the thing too, right? Is we don't have to worry about another delay in their, uh, earnings call. When this was announced, they said, we, uh, we have no further plans to delay the game. Which, again, doesn't really mean anything because things happen along development cycles that could mean they'd have to. But as far as of right now, they say September will definitely be ready to ship this game. So, who knows? But, you know. Yep, we shall see. It'll be very interesting to see how everything transpires and what all happens. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, one, of my, one of my most anticipated games of the year. Absolutely. For those who don't know, I had just booked vacation time. For this. <laughs> now you just got to move it to September. I, I do. My boss already said I could do it. So There you I go. Just, See, I told I you you'd be fine. I, I can't book it in the system until March because our system only lets us uh, book three, uh, six months in advance. So, the, yeah. yeah. All gravy. All right, so. Lillian Sue at LSU23 on Twitter asks, is there any more news on Beyond and Good Evil 2? Uh, I would not expect that game till 2024. <laughs> See, so I put this in here because I have been super duper excited for this game. Um, I loved the first Beyond Good and Evil. 
and they showed so much of this like years ago like they they used to do these uh these updates on the game and everything on their on their twitch site and everything and then since then it's just gone dark and i can't imagine this game not at least coming out for ps5 i would or ps5 and xbox uh series x or whatever the hell they're gonna call xbox i'm just gonna call it xbox because i feel like series x is just one of the xboxes we're getting but anyways i feel like there's no way this game couldn't come couldn't be close to being ready because it feels like it's been bit it has been worked on for so long and i feel like they're able to realize what they want with at least pc and probably next gen so i am hoping that we hear more about this game at e3 uh, we know ubisoft has delayed like their entire games lineup for this year and I'm hoping that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is at least part of it or at least comes out early next year for next gen because this is a game that I'm very, very excited to play. Yeah, I think, I personally think that it's taking so long because they were holding it for next gen. Yeah. I think they just got to the point where like, you know what, let's just make this for next gen and get it to a new console. So I, if I were to take a guess, I know Kaylee says it's going 2024. I don't think it's going to be that long. I'll probably say it's going to be 2021, 2022 probably comes out. Because I, I feel like they're working on it now. I think they're so quiet because... Delvin, we got to take a bet on this right now? Ooh. I'll take a bet on it. Okay. Okay. If it comes out before 2024, I will buy you your copy. Okay. If it comes out in 2024... You will pay me the cost of a game. Okay. That is Canadian fine. dollars. Because I'm not interested in Beyond Good and Evil, but I'm very excited for those who are. Yes. That, that is a deal. I will, I will make that bet with you gladly. I'm the witness. You heard it here first. Bet some men in the stone. The you unfortunate part is, is since, you know, we're all in different places, we can't shake on this, but I'm yes. not backing down from this. Yes. But uh, let it be shake. known, and to be clear, once it hit 2024, if Beyond and Good and Evil's not out, I automatically lose the bet. That's yeah. the deal. So if it if it's January first, twenty twenty four, once that date hits, if Beyond and Good and Evil two is not out, I lose the bet. Yep. So that's how that works. So if it comes out anytime before January first, twenty twenty four, I win. So if it comes out at January first, twenty twenty four, twelve oh one a.m., I automatically lose. <laughs> I think this is a pretty safe bet that you're going to win because 2024, that's four years from now. I, I, I'm sorry. The game is coming It's out. possible. I Final mean, Fantasy. it is possible, but still, I mean, Look geez. how long Final Fantasy VII Remake's been in development. Yeah, Final Fantasy XV. Yeah, we also, yeah, Final Fantasy, that's a special one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, I mean, it is, it is uh, Ubisoft. They might just delay it to take more time on it, right? So. But they've they've done that. I feel like they've taken enough time. Give us the Aww. game. Hold release on. it. Let me I'll ask this question it. then. If it doesn't release, does that count? What do you mean? Like, like they say we're not releasing this game anymore. <laughs> if, Neither if one of us not, if, if they're not releasing the game, then neither of us has to do anything because Or if they stop production on this version of the game. Then it just kills that... the bet. It just kills the bet. The bet's null and void. Okay. That's what I'm trying to clarify. Yeah. There has to be a game for there to be a bet. If there's no yes. game, there's no bet. Like, if they stop production on this game completely, like, nah, we're not doing this anymore. What, or... you mean, like, stop and restart or just, like, stop entirely? Because if they stop and restart, that's not fair to you either because then it Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. If they, stop, if they stop and then restart, like, 
two yeah. years later. No, 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 Delvin, 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 Delvin. If they say, hey, we're restarting production, bet's over because yeah. that's not fair yeah. to you. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Let's clarify that clip to make it clear. Like, so if they stop production on the game completely, then the bet's off. There we go. So there's your news for Be Kind, Good and Evil 2. There ain't none, but now we got bets. Preferably it comes out before 2024. I hope so, because it looks like a good series. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. All right, so a friend of the podcast, Mike Fowler93, asks, Is it more Trailer Park Boys or Letterkenny where Shepard Zorel lives? Pitter, hashtag pitter patter, hashtag greasy. I don't know what the heck he's talking about, but I'm going to let Haley inform us. Uh, it's actually like neither, but if I had to choose between one of these two series, Letterkenny all the way. Um, I actually don't really hear anybody talking the way they do in, uh, Letterkenny, and I've never seen Trailer Park Boys, so, uh, you know, uh, no, uh, Letterkenny is a show set in, like, northern Ontario, and it's, like, this dude just trying to reclaim his masculinity and be, like, the toughest guy around, but it's got, like, a bunch of, like, deep Ontarian, uh, I don't even know how to say it properly, but, like, he's got a deep accent, and he's just, like, it's, like, um, there's a whole scene of them arguing about steaks and the way they're done, and it's just done with, like, this on, like, Ontarian slang, and it's just, like, oh, man. Uh, Letter Kenny all the way, though. <laughs> Canadians have accents? I just felt like they sounded like they were from Minnesota. <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> I was going to say that Canada, I think Canada is more like Tusk, the Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You I never seen, seen Tusk? I haven't, I haven't seen it either. Where you have, you have to see the movie. Where, um, Can I be honest with you? I've never seen one of Kevin Smith's movies. The only thing I've seen that Kevin Smith has directed is episodes of The Flash and Supergirl. You are a terrible person. How dare you? We've been new. How dare you? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Tusk you, is a you weird just, movie. You just said I'm a terrible person, and I said we've been new. Oh this, is, this is true. Gosh, I can't believe you've ever seen any, any Kevin Smith movies. Don't start with Tusk, by the way. Tusk is an acquired taste. Start with I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to start with anything. You should watch Clerks. You would like Clerks. Delvin, the last time I watched a movie was the other day when I watched American Assassin. Before that, the last time I watched a movie was December 23rd. Does that tell you how often I watch movies? It's usually TV shows that I'm watching. What so you can watch a TV 20? show? Yeah. No. You, if anybody would like Clerks, you would like Clerks. I think you would like Clerks. Clerks is a great movie. And it holds up very well. Mm-hmm. I want to watch Dogma. I love that movie. That's a good movie, too. That's a really you, good one. You know what movie? I just said it, but American Assassin is very good. Y'all should watch it. It's got Michael Keaton in it. Okay. I'll watch that one. He's also in Morbius. Uh, yes, he is. Yes, as, as the Vulture, because apparently we're combining universes now. <laughs> Look, see, me and my son had this conversation the other day about that exact same thing. He was like, so, because he, he asked me the question, he said, so Spider-Man's Spider-Man. The MCU. And Vulture is in Morbius. Does that make Vulture and Venom part of the MCU? I said, Sony would like it to be. <laughs> I don't know uh, how Marvel feels about I that. I don't think it, Sony wanted it to be. I think Sony was trying to do its own thing. And Marvel was like, look here. We ain't having well, it. 
Well, I think to be fair, part of their new deal allows Spider-Man characters to cross over, and that's it. Nobody else can cross over. Like you're not gonna see um, Black Widow popping up in like Morbius or anything like that. Um, but I think that's but- the way that it works. Generally, though, the thing that I wanted to point out about that trailer is: Did you notice that the um, Spider-Man image on the wall? Uh, for those who haven't seen Far From Home, uh, skip ahead about fifteen seconds. Uh, did you did you notice that the Spider-Man image that has murderer written across it uh, yeah. is a combination of the Raimi suit and also the game suit? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a little weird, but you know what? I'll take it because. Clearly, they can't use the Far From Home suit right now as part of their imaging, but uh, clearly this movie takes place after Far From Home. <laughs> or or this is like some weird Spider-Verse thing, where this is a different universe altogether, and maybe uh, the Vulture didn't get locked up. Who knows? He's wearing the exact same outfit he was wearing in the end credits scene for Homecoming. That doesn't mean anything. It does, though. If it's if it's a Spider Verse, he can still wear that outfit. It's not a Spider Verse. I will say this: if Sony was smart, they would make a Spider Verse film. Oh, they're working on a live action Spider Verse film with all three of them. They're working on that. Would be great. They're working they, on getting they Tom should Holland have and all three Tony of them back. And they they should have all three of them, and they should introduce Miles Morales. I agree. Let's no Toby, no Toby. Let's just leave Toby out of it and introduce Miles Morales. We don't need Toby. Toby can go the, the, suck an egg the, somewhere. Um, they're gonna they're gonna hate you for that comment. I don't care. I can't stand Tobey Maguire Spider Man. That was the worst. Ugh, it's awful. Pizza guess, time. He, he's he's not a good Spider Man. <laughs> Pizza awful. time. <laughs> I know people people <laughs> trash if Andrew Garfield spot version of Spider Man, but he was actually pretty good at Spider Man. He wasn't a great. Oh, Peter. I, I, I really Garfield. I really enjoyed Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. Um, if I had to rate them, it'd be um, uh, Holland. Garfield McGuire. Um, I actually I like Garfield a lot. I think he. I I I really, I really enjoy Garfield, but Tom Holland nails uh, both of them. Whereas both McGuire and um, uh, Garfield nailed specific aspects of the character. Uh, and I, I and Garfield I will nailed it perfectly. Honestly. And I will say this: Garfield's story with Gwen Stacy was far more superior than, than the story with MJ, with Mary Jane mm-hmm. in the first three trilogy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Agreed. As and also, it, it, was really, it was really yeah. sad when her, her, uh, her you, you know, I'm not going to go into that. This yeah. Is, this has sort of become the Spider-Man cast at this point. <laughs> yeah, and you know how we do. They did a good job with showing in those, uh, the major Spider-Man duology, I guess you want to call it, they did a good job of showing the tragedy of being Spider-Man in terms of how, exactly. yeah, how think, no matter how hard he tries, something tragic is going to happen. There's nothing he can do about it. Yep, in yep. both movies, for that matter. Mm-hmm. And I think Garfield played both aspects very well. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, they tried to make his Spider-Man like not sorry, not a Spider-Man. They tried to make his Peter Parker like the cool kid, you know, like he's riding a skateboard and stuff, which. You know, it's an interesting take on the character, but I do like I do like that you see him sort of developing his own uh his own like web fluid and stuff like that. Just just the same way you do as Holland, so Yeah. Yeah. Instead of it just being part of him, which is 
Absolute nonsense. Well, actually, it's not, but they should have started with something else in the McGuire, because in the comics, after he's uh, infected by the symbiote, it does become part of him, and he no longer needs his web canisters. But Yeah, but you also can't take the symbiote off. You can't just put it in a trunk. It doesn't, doesn't work that way. Well, no, yeah. he took it off the same way he does in, like he when he took the symbiote suit off he put the, the suit in a trunk he took it off like it was just a suit i'm not talking about the movie i'm talking Stupid the comics movie. he took it yeah. off the way that you would take it off to get the symbiote off of you in the first place uh-huh you don't just yeah. take it off it just oh god i hate that movie spider-man 3 is awful it is a god awful abomination it's of a movie bad. oh you gonna cry <laughs> all right moving on no more spider-man talk Dave. Yes. uh what about spider-man ps4 Nope, we're not talking about it. We're not going there. We're moving along. We got too many questions to get through. <laughs> Mr. Pastor Lucas Ham, at, at MTTG Brazil team, he said, Good morning, my brothers and sisters. A simple morning, question with three for you. I'm only going to ask one of these questions and save the other two for, pre, for podcasts after this. He says, Pound for pound, which generation of PlayStation is the best? You go first, Haley. This one. PS4? Yes. Oof. It's so hard to, to say. But y'all oh. also have to keep in mind that I'm 24 and I did not experience the first generation well. properly. And also that, like, I only really had a PS2 at the tail end. So, really only got two generations to go off of here. So, I'm going with PS4. Okay. I'm going to go the controversial route. I'm going to say PS3. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking, oh, man, that's a tough one because PS3 has created so many staples that we still are playing. And when I look back at the PS2, like the PS2 era and the PS2 lineup was, was amazing. There were some really, really good games. Yeah. And there are some things that, you know, we're still kind of playing today. Um, PS1 is like the groundwork and there is a ton of really really good games but like when you think about ps1 i think a lot of people think like final fantasy 7 i think that's the main thing that people think of when they think of playstation in that era um but you also have metal gear metal gear the tony hawk games twisted metal like you've got a lot of really really good franchises in the ps1 era ps2 same thing um Ugh, but PS3, you, you had Uncharted, man. Uncharted, The Last God, of Us, God of yeah. War 3. It's a lot of great games. The Quantic Dream games. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so many great games in the PS3 generation. That, that just, PS3 felt like the last big leap yeah. that we're going to get in terms yeah. of consoles. Like PS4 to PS5, while it's going to be a Nice looking. It doesn't feel like at nowhere near as big as a leap that we got from PS2 well, to PS3. I mean, maybe to you it doesn't, but the fact that we'll have console specific ray tracing is a huge leap. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> we, we've been new. Um, yeah. The ray tracing, it, the HDR, the frames, like it's, they're all going to be gonna huge feel things. Like, like a huge thing. So, but I I think for most people it won't feel as big as the jump from like PS2 to PS3. Quite honestly. Because thinking. games right now, like if you look at Horizon Zero Dawn, that game looks Fantastic incredible. Game. Gears Five, it looks incredible. You know those games look amazing, and 
I think that like it's going to be very hard for people who don't really know what the ray tracing is, what HDR is, or don't have screens to take advantage of it. I don't think you're going to be able to see as big a difference um, between the PS4 and the PS5, like this gen and, and next gen. I don't think you'll see as big a difference as if you were to take a PS2 game and then go play a PS3 game. Like if you take the last, the last, like let's say the last couple of games on PS2 and the last couple of games on PS3, I think there's a much, much bigger difference in the way the games visually look and the way they play than there will be between PS4 and PS5, quite honestly. Even the way they control, because yeah. PS3 game, PS2 games, a lot of them were very janky controls. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm so. Glad you still had tank, tank controls, yeah. I'm yeah. so glad tank controls are a thing of the past. Yeah, definitely. So, it's just that there's jump. A, there's a reason I can't play the Resident Evil 1 remake. I just can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should I'm, remake that remake, by the way. They're not going <laughs> to. I know they're not going to, but they should. Especially now playing Resident Evil 2 remake. Yep. Yeah. Like, my my <laughs> favorite thing is everyone going, they're gonna, they should remake Resident Evil 4. I hate to tell you, but I think Resident Evil 3... It might be the last remake we get aside from Veronica if they ever decide to do that. Because uh, Resident Evil 4 is on every gen. So. Mm. It's possible. I doubt it, it is, but it's possible. But I, I feel like uh, 4 is beloved by too many people for them to remake it. Mm. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. It'll, it would be. Absolutely. I still don't know which which generation I want to say is the best. I think it's so hard. I might just go with the PS1 just because there's so much variety. Yeah. There are so many different games. Like, you have stuff across all genres. So I'm probably going to say PS1 is, is like, the the pound-for-pound best generation just because of the different variety of games you have and it established, you know, PlayStation as what it is. Yeah. Looks wise, those games do not hold up. Oh, not at all. Those not are some ugly looking Oof. games, but Oof. they Gosh. sure was fun. Yeah, that 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 style of game did not age well at all. At all. Although I still play some Tony Hawk. Just saying. Yeah, it's a good game. Oh, game. I mean, you can't play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five because that game requires an online connection to play. So I wouldn't want to play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five. I'd, I'd want to play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. Yeah. Tony Hawk's Underground all the way. Never. No thug. No thug. Just part two. What about American Wasteland? Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Just two. That's it. All right. Moving along next. The last question we have, which will also transition into a news story. Downey over on the Discords asks, do you think PSVR 2.0 will launch with the PS5 day and date, or do you think they'll tease it during the reveal and hold it back for a post-launched? It's a good question, because we also have a news story that kind of ties into that. We have over on, what is it, VR Focus, um, a website. They commented, uh, they, had, they had an update saying that um, there was a patent or something filed for for PS5 or PSVR 2.0. So they're thinking that there's a possibility of it coming out, you know, 
this year. They're they're uh, a hold a VR education holdings, a virtual reality company specializing in educational content such as Apollo 11 VR and Titanic VR has released its trading update for the end of 2019 with some interesting predictions for itself and the VR industry as a whole. And these include a positive outlook for the company in 2020, as well as a mention of the PSVR successor. So do you guys think that we'll get any mention of PSVR 2.0 at the reveal of the PS5? Or do we think that this will be something that'll come later down the road? Because they've already said the PS, the current PSVR will work with PS5. Uh, I, I personally think that you'll hear mention of PSVR in general. Uh, at the launch of the PS5, but I don't know about 2.0. I also think it's a little too soon for a new PSVR. Uh, a little less than, what, two years after they launched it? It came out in, what, 2018? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. When did PSVR come out? That is a good question. I think it is too soon for it. Actually, yeah. no. PSVR came out October thirteenth, twenty sixteen. Ooh. Uh, so by the end of by when the new consoles come out, it will have been four years. Still, still too soon. I think. Um, maybe the year after twenty twenty one. Maybe a good bet, but I don't think it'll yeah. come this year. Also, launching day and date with the PS five is a terrible idea. Sh- it, it, is yeah, it? Be- yes, because yeah. you're you're then. If you have any games that you're going to launch with the PS5 that are VR only, you could do for those who have PSVR now, but if you're requiring them to have PSVR 2.0, because we don't know how that's going to work, right? Like, we know things are backwards compatible, but is a game that requires the 2.0 headset going to only work with that? Because if that's the case and you're requiring people to to buy that at launch, you're almost doubling the console price. For those that want it. Yes. That's just those that want it. I don't think it, it hurts them in any way to launch a 2.0 day and date because you're just giving people more options and another reason to pick PlayStation, to be perfectly honest. And we all know, as they've said, there will be games that you can only play on PS5. So why not have games you can only play on PSVR 2.0? I don't think it hurts them in any way. And it actually gives them a good competition with like Oculus or whatnot to say, hey, We've got a new PSVR as well coming with the PS5. I don't think it hurts them in any way. I think it only helps like to say, hey, this is another reason why you should pick PlayStation because it's something else you can only get on PlayStation. I think it's important to get the message out that the PS5 is the system that you want to get. And I feel like having, oh, we have the PS5 and we have the PSVR to kind of muddles that message a little bit. Well, I can see, like, like me personally, I'd probably buy both of them. But I know a lot of people kind of feel like, Ugh, I don't know if I'm going to buy both of them. I feel like it kind of, it may take away from the PSVR. I feel like if you're going to release PSVR 2.0, release it maybe six months down the line separately so people can build up for that. Because let's call a spade a spade. Some people got money for both of them. A lot of people don't got money for both of them. Right. So yeah. I feel like. It's one of those things where you got to kind of look at the, the, the landscape. And plus, also add to the fact, we don't know how much this PS5 is going to cost. True. So, you don't want to end up in a situation where they're like, hey, PS5 is $500, and the new PSVR is also $200 more. So, if you want to get the full experience, it's 
But the it's Xbox not, is four ninety nine. It's not the full experience though. It's just a VR experience. Like people, there are people who want to play VR. I don't. Again, I don't think it hurts. I think it's a different audience. I think you have your audience who just wants to play PS Five, and then you have your audience who also wants to play PSVR. And I think giving them that option doesn't hurt in any way. I will say and this. Look at that. We have the fifth chair. I see. <laughs> I will say this to answer the equation. If the next iteration of a PSVR is standalone as well, then I think it'll make a little bit more sense. What do you mean by standalone? Like I know the what's the which, what's the Oculus called? The Oculus Quest. Like well, you can one. Yeah, you can play it by itself, but you can also hook it up to your PC. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think that would make a little bit more sense. Like, hey, if you don't want to buy a PS Five right now, you can just buy the PSVR and have that for yourself that you can hook up to your PS Five as well and play it. And yep. like, in terms of you get a stronger VR game when you hook up to your PS Five, but without it, you still have a VR headset that you can use. That would be awesome. Like if you could get the PSVR 2.0 and it would play all of the previous gen PSVR games like standalone. But then for like some newer stuff, you would need the PlayStation 5 to also play. I think that is even a stronger argument for launching it day and day. That would make sense to me, I think. I think Oculus Quest does that if I'm correct. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. The The Quest will play VR by itself standalone. And then you also have the Quest Link. Which then you can connect to your p your 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 um your computer for more powerful stuff for stuff that needs that. I think that that would make a little bit more sense to me. I f- I can see that being a thing. Yeah, I think that they would do themselves a disservice if they didn't talk about it during the reveal, just to let us know to put it out there that there is a new PSVR coming. Um, I think they should at least mention that as part of the reveal, as part of the vision for the PS5. Um. And like I said, I don't think it would hurt them for it to launch day and date. I don't think it'll happen. I think that we'll definitely get the PS uh, VR 2.0 sometime down the road. I don't think it'll come day and date. I just don't think it would hurt them if they did. Whew. Maybe they'll just release a logo for it. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Maybe that is, that is on brand for Sony. It would yes. not shock me. would not shock me at all. All right, so our next story. Sony exclusives coming to PC. So we got an article from Kotaku um, from some sources from Jason Schreier saying that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC. We already know that Death Stranding has been announced to come to PC. And uh, apparently Horizon Zero Dawn is coming along with other exclusives. Um... A lot of people are really up in arms and upset that this is a thing, and they say that Sony should keep its exclusives to itself and only make it on Sony consoles because that's what makes Sony consoles unique is their games. And if you take them and put them on PC, then you're kind of, you know, downplaying that, you know, that uniqueness of PlayStation. Ah, there's other people who think that, you know what, this is a three-year-old game. Let them play it wherever. And, you know, this gives another revenue stream for Sony by releasing games on PC. I don't think that games will come day and date to the PC. I think they would always come a year or more later to PC. But I think that it's great if they're going to start releasing some of these PlayStation exclusives to PC. I think that it just gives them another revenue stream. It allows other people to play their games. And that may lead to other people who would only be on on PC 
maybe coming over and getting a PS5 and being like, man, these are some really great exclusives, as well as giving the PS crowd some games they haven't played before. Um, I'm excited for this. I will definitely play Zero Dawn on PC if it comes. Uh, big same. I'm very excited. Um, this is this is a great opportunity. Uh, like like Dev said, I don't think it's gonna be day and date. Um, I very much think that it's gonna be you know maybe a year or more out from you know the launch on PS4 5. You know, um, I think it's that's how it's gonna work. But it's a great opportunity for those who want to play it now. I think the crazier option is, does this mean that we're moving to a platform agnostic future? Are we going to mm. be able to play Xbox games on the PS? Are we going to be able to play PlayStation games on the Xbox? Is this how it's going to work in the future? Because I'm all for that, honestly. Um, if it means only having to buy one console um, and the PC in the, in the future. Uh, generally very excited for the opportunity to play <laughs> Horizon Dawn on the... Uh, the PC. Uh, my question is, how much is it going to cost? Because uh, it is three mm. years old. So that is a good question. I imagine you, it'll be six. You can oh, because you can generally find the game for like six bucks now. You can on PlayStation. Yeah. I think on yeah. on on. Yeah, it probably won't be sixty. Maybe maybe forty or fifty, and it'll be the complete edition. You know, but I don't think it'll be like a ten dollar game or anything. Like no, that. I'm not expecting that. I like was 40. thinking maybe. I was thinking maybe like thirty bucks. Maybe, who knows? That's a that's a good question. Cause yeah, it is three years old, and you typically can get it for ten to twenty bucks on PlayStation. I I imagine it'll probably be forty, maybe fifty bucks. It'll be the the full version or whatnot. Um, but they, like you, I I'm excited for it. I don't know if we'll see a you know system agnostic type stuff yet. I don't think we're there yet. I think Sony still wants to kind of keep. Sony stuff on Sony platforms for the most part, and then kind of release this stuff later on down the road. Uh, but to the point where we get like one box, I think Microsoft is down for that because I feel like they just want to put Game Pass everywhere and don't really care about their hardware as much. Yo, they are, get, they I, are a software get, company. If I can get Game Pass on PlayStation, I'd... What do you think, Devin? Do you, do you care about any of this at all? No, I think it's... <laughs> I think it's I don't want to offend nobody, but I'm going to offend somebody. I think it's really dumb that we're getting mad that these old games are going to PC because it's, why does it matter? Right. I can understand if it, I can understand the argument if it was like, hey, you can play The Last of Us on Xbox One X now. Like, that that makes a little bit more of a sense for an argument, but it's going to uh, PC. I mean, it doesn't, though, because let, let gamers play games where they want to. Right. Yeah, but that's not how business works. Right. <laughs> Actually, I think that's actually, the whole thing. actually, that is how business works because it's called. Hey, we're in the business of making money, and this will make us a lot more money. So, but Sony's whole thing has always right. been: you're going to play the exclusives I know, I here. Know. This know. is the place to play them. And Sony's saying, not a software company. Sony yeah, is a yeah. hardware company. So and it, for them, and also apparently it makes a car sense. company now. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's hardware, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, the whole thing is that they kind of like that. Let's call a spade a spade. They have never looked at PC as their competition. Nope. So they don't care if PC gets Horizon. Or, they, I don't, I'm questioning. They don't even care if PC gets Uncharted. Nope. They look at their competition as Xbox and to a lesser extent Nintendo, but not really even not even even, even Nintendo really. They look Xbox as their competition. So as long as 
Xbox doesn't get Horizon or their big exclusive, they don't really care if PC gets it. And that's how it's always been. They've always had that kind of relationship with PC and things like that, where they don't allow PC to get certain games that Xbox don't get or things like that. And I think it's fine. It's not a big deal. It's not a new thing. Yeah. I think that I think they're probably more bothered than the fact that Xbox is gonna have MLB the show. I think that yeah. probably bothered them. That's a bigger deal than anything. That was an interesting one because yeah, they they have the monopoly on the baseball license. So I think for them it's kind of more of a slap in the face. Be like, hey, we'll we'll go ahead and we'll slide you these little this little game here. We'll let you have your baseball, but we're gonna make all the money on it because it's our yeah. game. I think that as is more of a we got you, like we got this type of thing. But um, yeah, I think it. I don't think you'll ever see like the big exclusives really coming to Xbox because no, that's their comp. And like you yeah. said, yeah, they've always there. There, there have been plenty of Sony like games on PC, not the the Sony PlayStation exclusives, but there's been plenty of Sony games that have been on PC. So yeah, it's I been kind of just, a Sony know, PC like, exclusive type thing where mm-hmm. it's exclusive to PlayStation and PC. <laughs> yeah. That's always been the thing. Yep, 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 yep. I'm excited for it. I can't wait to see, you know, what they do with it on PC. I can't wait to see if what other games may come to PC. I feel like Dreams should be on the PC. <laughs> it's definitely uh, on the PC. Actually, that was um, when they were talking about this. That was because Schreier said he doesn't think that Horizon would be the only one. And then yeah. what, some other guy replied to him was like, it's certainly not a dream with dreams in all caps uh, mm-hmm. and something like that. And someone else was like, dreams, confirm to come to PC. Dreams is a perfect game to put on PC because it's literally just like, hey, create your own game. So yep. whoever made that Twitter dreams joke should have their account banned. Uh, whoever made that Twitter joke should what, Delvin? Have their account banned. That was a terrible joke. <laughs> 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 they should have their account banned immediately and deleted. Thank I'm you for playing. No more. You are the witness. Uh, Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Calm down there, Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> I, that That's one of my favorite episodes because in that same episode, Jack Harkness pulls a gun out of his behind and it's like, where did you even have that? Well, that's what people usually keep guns at. Sometimes Especially you gotta, you in know, the UK. Keep, you got to keep it, you know, you, know, you got to keep the strap on deck, you know, so you place to hide it, right? Yeah. Um. It was. He was not. He was not wearing any clothes, and he pulled the gun out. That. That's I mean, why they were. I imagine like, that's how they do it in prison, that? right? That's how that's they do the it in the UK. That's the only you got, so that's where you got to hold it. In the UK, <laughs> it's customary to keep your gun in your butt. In the UK, it's customary to not have guns at all. No, well, that's why they keep them in their butt, so you don't know. Right, you don't know, man. So, something goes down. He's never, going for his butt. You ain't never <laughs> seen a guy in Richie film. They got guns. Yeah. Black, black, mar- black market gun in the butt. Yeah, hey, it's hey. definitely black market. Yep. Brown market. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's how you make a joke, folks. <laughs> uh. All right, moving along. Our last little story um, is about the back buttons to the DualShock 4. Um, apparently, the Polygon review says that this is a really, really good, you know, little adapter. Um, and then there's also news that the DualShock 5 will be compatible with the PS4, which I think is interesting. Uh, I mean, it's not, because the PS4 controller is backwards compatible with the 3, so. 
I've never done that. Me either. Huh. I didn't even you know can, the thing. You, you, you can do that. That's how Greg's been, uh, Greg from Kind of Funny has been playing uh, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. He's been using the PS4 controller. Oh, interesting. I had no idea that was a thing. Didn't really You care. obviously can't do it wirelessly. You have to connect it. But um, Oh, who wants to do that? Oh, I mean, he sits at his desk to play it, so. I just think it's interesting that they're, that, that this is a thing. Only because if the, du- if the DualShock 5 actually has, like, all the, the back buttons and all that extra stuff that, you know, it's seeming like they have, it's kind of funny that they would even release the back button. So it's like you can either get this $30 attachment or just buy a DualShock 5 when it comes out. And then I got to wonder, are they going to make, like, is Sony ever going to do, like, the Elite controller? I think this is their first step towards an Elite controller. Um, I think yeah. they see there's the market for it, and people are clamoring for them to make their own and not license it out to a company such as, like, Astro or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is their first step into that market to see what the reception I think it's interesting that if they, they may have just, like, if the DualShock 5 has the back buttons and that comes with the system, I think that's a really cool, like, option to be like, oh, yeah, we've already got that. You don't need to buy an Elite controller, but you can if we make one. Like, I think that's like, hey. We've already got those back buttons. You don't need to go spend another additional 140 bucks for the Xbox Elite controller if they can make this DualShock 5 quality and actually have, like, the back buttons and everything. I think that would be pretty cool. And I think that it's cool that it's, you know, backwards compatible with PS4, especially with everything kind of being backwards compatible and all of that all of that jazz. I think it just, you know, it's another drop in the, the, the bucket for a PS5 to really, really do some good stuff next year, or this year. Jeez, 2020 already. Yeah. I'm excited. I want to, I, I really want to see if I can get these back buttons to see what it feels like. I'm very curious. Hopefully I can get them today at Walmart. All right, so that wraps it up for the news. So our discussion point for this week, 2020. You're the delay. Everything has gotten delayed. Oh, my God. Miss Delvin is very, very sad because everything he wants to play has now been delayed into the back half of the year, basically. It's, uh, we don't know what we're going to be playing in the beginning of the year or in the spring. You've got Cyberpunk that has been moved from April to September. The Final Fantasy a- VII April, remake. April 16th to September 17th. Yeah, so... Final Fantasy VII Remake only gets about a, a month delay. It goes from March to April, so that's not terrible. But, I mean, I know a lot of people had that pegged and were really waiting for it. Uh, the Iron Man VR game got delayed from February to May. And then Avengers got moved from May all the way to September, which they're probably crying in agony now because they're going up against Cyberpunk. Yeah, I literally, right after Cyberpunk announced the delay, and uh, for those who don't know, I was very upset, but, you know, generally, hyperfixations kind of tend to do that to you. Um, but no, as soon as uh, they announced that, I had to, I literally had to imagine that uh, Crystal Dynamics was that gif of uh, Jim Carrey spitting out water going, oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And these uh, delays on also are added to the fact that before these delays were announced, the Last of Us delay was announced like a right. while back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Last of Us coming out May 29th now. Uh, Final Fantasy goes from, what, March 7th to April 10th? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Doom that was supposed to come out that was previously delayed. 
than you. I mean, it's well, still it's coming that, out still that, this that year got, early. That got delayed last year and now yeah. comes out the same day as Animal yeah. Crossing on March twentieth. Yep, all the all the Ubisoft games that got delayed. It just seems yeah. like everything that was supposed to come out in early twenty twenty or was mentioned for twenty twenty has also. I have delayed. to say, also I have to say, Donnie, stop saying things are gonna get delayed because clearly you're like psychic. So. <laughs> Yeah, Donnie during E3 was like, yeah, all of this is getting delayed. Everything, everything's getting delayed. And so far, he's been right. Everything has mm. gotten delayed. The question I have to ask is, with all of these delays, when is Dying Light 2 coming out? Because that said, when they showed the trailer at E3, it said spring 2020. So they've got until June, but we currently don't have a release date. When's yeah. that coming? They've, they've, Summer they've... 2020. <laughs> Summer 2020. That's what I think. Honestly speaking, it's because Iron Man originally was supposed to come out fall 2019. Oh, right. Really? And they didn't say a peep about that until like fall 2019. Like, ah, oh, no, it's coming out 2020. And then it got delayed from February to May. Yeah. And then, you know, Avengers looked rough, but I was excited for it. That's coming out September now, and I'm going to have to make a choice there. And obviously, I'm going with Cyberpunk 2077 because that's my jam. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I'm, as we know, I'm not excited for Final Fantasy VII, but now all I have in April is uh, Resident Evil 3 Remake. Um, Until that gets delayed. That's not getting delayed. They've already stated that. Eh, and? People lie. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> not getting delayed. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to make a bet, I'll make a bet with you. I, I know I'll win. What are you, a gambler? Everybody? I don't. I don't care enough. I mean, like for me, like the delays mean absolutely nothing. Like they don't. They just mean it comes out. It'll be done when it's done. Delays don't bother me because my backlog is large and I will always have stuff to play. But I know for people like Delvin, when his whole everything got delayed, it makes him very sad. And Haley, yes. you, know, you play everything as well, so yeah. I'm sure you're like, ah, oh, my entire month well i mean it, it also kind of helps because like when these new games come out that instantly means i'll get a boost in like twitch views when i'm streaming them because people will be coming looking for people streaming it right so now yes. i'm kind of banking on i guess i'm gonna have to buy doom now so you know guess i'm gonna have to play that um yeah so as you should doom is awesome uh, well, I only played like an hour of the first doom so i've re-downloaded that and i'm gonna go back and play that but you know Guess I'm gonna have to stream Doom Eternal. So, do we think delays are bad? No, no. Delays are never bad. It's just upsetting when you know you're excited for something, and you know, as someone with Asperger's and depression, I hyper focus on things to not want to hurt myself. And um, you know, when they get pushed back, it kind of it's very upsetting. So that's why I was upset the other day and told Devolver mm -hmm. to go suck an egg because I was not <laughs> happy with that joke. But let me be clear, I have nothing against Devolver. I get that they were trying to be funny, but you know, when you hyper focus on things, like that's it's very not great. So They just had a gay release too, didn't they? They did, yes. They did, yeah. Mm -hmm. I just thought yeah. about that. I gotta get that one. No, yeah, Devolver's very funny generally. It's just that was a bad day for me in general for mental health reasons. Yes. So I was kinda like really upset. So, I was like, Devolver could go suck an egg. But let me be clear, Devolver is great. I love them. Uh, please go play The Messenger. It's very good. I do love me some Devolver. They're great. Um, 
And I mean, there's also like the whole crunch thing. People are like, "Oh, now they have more time oh, to work that, on the game." C- CD Projekt quite, is now uh, in yeah. in hot water for that one because they literally right after were like, "Yeah, no, we're still going to be crunching." I mean, I don't think that it needs to be hot water. I mean, I think that's just something that happens in the tech yeah. industry. You have crunch, like that's just unfortunately just the way things are. It, and, it is, and I'm know, very excited for Cyberpunk. So you know. Yeah, I think delays honestly pretty much always cause more crunch because now, like, you got to work extra hard to make sure you hit that date. I think that it inevitably, like, now you're working harder to put the extra polish on to make sure things are done. So I think that that anytime you get delay, there's going to be a little bit more crunch. Period. Um, also, yeah. I uh, I, th- I feel like we should point out um, when the news about CD Projekt saying they were going to be crunch coming out, there was someone going around saying, "See." It should be noted that CD Projekt is not in crunch. They are in what is called the Death March, and that is unconfirmed information. Uh, the game has only ever been delayed once, because they only put a release date on it once. So, uh, we do not know that they're in a Death March, uh, which is a dumb term in the first place, because uh, essentially they were saying it boils down to uh, a game developers told that hey the release date's very close and then the release date gets pushed back so they're working overtime again and then they're close to that release date but it gets pushed back and they're like that's where the death march is and i'm like okay but that's a unconfirmed information since they only publicly announced the release date once and then just pushed it back and b uh i don't think cd project red is intentionally holding overtime over their employees heads all the time i think they'll, yeah. they've only really been doing it overtime lately to try and make it to the like the release date so. i think it's about just the level of quality that they want to have for their games i yeah, think exactly. cd project red is very much like rockstar in the terms of it's ready when it's ready and we're gonna work on it until it meets our level of polish and what we want to put out and i can't fault them for that if they want to lay their game into 2021 I'm fine with that too because I don't. I don't think they will though. They they probably they won't. But I'm just they, saying, like, if a company want wants this. to delay a game and they want to make it better, we as gamers should applaud that because they're yeah. like you think about back in the day, like when you got a Nintendo game or a Genesis game or a Super Nintendo game or a PlayStation game before the internet. Any game before the internet, once that game was stamped and done, it was done, and there was no patching it. There was no putting out a half-finished game and then patching it on the back end. Like, I would love to get back to an era when, like, the game that comes out is a full game and there's no need for a day-one patch or an update two weeks later or something like that. Um, I would love for patches just to be, like, minor fixes instead of, you know, big fixes. So I'm all for, you know, making a delay. Um... Like that, like like the saying goes, you know, a delayed game is eventually good, where a bad game is bad forever. Um, so take your time, companies. Don't don't put dates on games. Like I'm great with the uh, Dying Light not having a release date because then they're not beholden to something. They can continue to work on the game and work on it until they're ready to actually yeah. release it. Well, I mean, Dying Light has a release window, just not. Re- Date, so. release window is fine because again they're they they have a large window they're not beholden to any one date and then if they want to say you know we've moved out of this window to that window that's fine because you never really had a date anyway so you didn't really know when it was coming 
I'm I'm all good with like doing like the, the give, Bethesda give thing where they don't announce it. Don't yeah. give us a release date. Just release it when it's ready. Welcome the fifth chair back. Hi, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's just it sucks as fans, it, but you have to just does. be patient. Uh, you have to be patient. Like, That's all you can also do. Also, like. Give me Dying Light 2 now. I need it. Inject that right into my veins. I, I'm sure Donnie agrees. Yeah. What can you do? Just have to be patient and wait. And yeah. know that a lot of times delays make for better games. Like, Last of Us. They If I see, if I see that Nintendo quote one more time, though, I'm going to get very upset. Because he later had to come out and clarify that like that's not always the case. No, it's case, not. It's not always the case, by the way. Case, case in point with uh, Duke Nukem Forever or whatever that that game was. That game was in classic was de- game. That 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 game was delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed, and it came out. And it was absolute garbage. And I'm back. What I missed? Oh, just <laughs> we were. I was. We I were talking about. Hello. Yeah, you were frozen, you're but you're back now. Oh, okay. So, um, we were talking about that that stupid Nintendo quote that always goes around that's like a delayed game is is eventually good. But, I love that quote. Uh, well, uh, sure, I'm glad you love that quote, but people need to know that's not always the case, like with the case of Duke Nukem Forever, or where that game was delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and it came out and it was still a giant steaming pile of garbage. I um, mean, the quote may not always be true, but I think it's more true than it's not. I think usually when games are delayed to put polish on, they typically come out on the on the other end of it on a on a better side, instead of releasing a game half done and then having to do a bunch of stuff to it to get it up to par. I think that actually is making people a little bit more upset than if they were actually to release the game polished later. <laughs> yes, um, I think <laughs> it's important to. Um, Kind of just let people do their thing. I know crunch sucks and things like that, and people get up and I'm like, oh, the crunch. But do people do people who say this really care about crunch? No, they just want the game. Yeah, they, they, they I, I always hate that argument. People say like, oh, these 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 game developers are working so hard, but in actuality, most people just want it. Most most gamers don't even know what crunch is. Because yeah. most gamers they most gamers have the their game own right yeah. They just want the game, want the game. They don't, most people have their own 9 to 5 where they have to work their own versions of Crunch. Yep. Oh, retail Crunch is bad. Yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, just get us the game. We can get us the game. Yeah. My favorite was the night I worked until 3 a.m. hanging signs up for the holiday season. That's always fun. I don't miss that life. So, uh, yeah, 2020 has been delayed. <laughs> But we'll get these games when we get them, and preferably they'll be good, and we will have fun and enjoy them. But uh, it's still shaping up to be an amazing year. We still have lots of great games coming out this year, and I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of other games that we haven't even been told about that are yet to be announced that'll be out this year. Hey, WB Montreal, where's my Batman game? Where is it? We know it's a thing. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? It's been delayed. It's been delayed. Probably. Exactly. I mean, Probably. <laughs> Where is she? Where is it? <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> they're going to come out with an announcement trailer. And then 30 minutes later, they're going to come out with it. Don't even be Montreal's Batman game has been delayed. 
<laughs> I feel like I feel like Barry Courtney would cry. Oh man, at that point I would laugh. Yeah, oh, I love the Batman man. games. I love them a lot. They're like one of my favorite franchises. But just have to wait. And this version of the Batman games is actually one of my favorite. I love. Um, hey, hey, so what, yeah. what? When we when we getting that Superman game though? Superman. Never worry. Twenty second. I don't think it's coming no time soon. No, probably not. But we're gonna get one eventually, and someone's gonna do it well. So I think if I were to take a guess, if I were to take a guess, I would say Rockstar's probably working on the Justice League game. You mean Rocksteady? Rocksteady, yeah. Because Rockstar. Rockstar is definitely not working on a DC Comics property. That actually, that actually would be a better <laughs> Justice League game if Rockstar's working on it. <laughs> I kind of want that now. It, it, it would not be. It'd be filled with like gratuitous violence and swearing, and so it'll be the DC. You mean DC isn't that? I mean, uh, we're I gonna feel like DC t- is pretty dark, so that 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 seems <laughs> right up their alley. Uh, not generally. The comics are generally lighthearted, so mm. Batman's Ooh, parents it, were killed in an alley. I don't think there's anything lighthearted. Have, about have that. you been reading Superman's home planet exploded, and exactly. it's still lighthearted? That's not lighthearted. Have you read the DC series they have? The it's DC's? like DC's version of Marvel, Marvel Zombies. I have Mm-mm. not, but I've heard it's good. It's, it's really good. It's issues, really good. Right? Yeah, it's dark, yeah. but it's really good. Well, that's an Elseworlds story. It's intentionally dark. It's like Dark Knight's Metal. Like It's intentionally dark. So is Red Death, which is when Batman straps the Flash to the Batmobile and drives into the Speed Force and then becomes uh, a version of the Flash. Batman's an awful human being. <laughs> we have to address this eventually. That Batman's just a huge jerk. Like, I get that he, he's people's favorite superhero and he's awesome and he's this cool guy who can beat anybody. He's but, not even a superhero. He's an anti-hero. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's the a, world's greatest detective. He's a vigilante. I think people kind of take his intellect as a superpower because he, his whole power is the fact that he can... Beat anybody with prep time. Oh, the only person he can't beat is Diana. And if you need more information on that, read Tower of Babel. Why would he want to beat Diana? Well, I mean, that's the whole point of the Tower of Babel thing. Is like Batman comes up with a contingency plan for each member of the Justice League in case they went bad. And the only person he couldn't come up with a weakness for is Diana. Like I said, I don't think Batman... No, no, Bruce Wayne's history, I don't think he wants to come up with a contingency plan for one of the women. Bruce Wayne likes the ladies. (laughs) <laughs> uh we we we've been new. Is it isn't he also like in in the gist of like working on marrying Catwoman right now? We've been new that Batman likes the ladies. Yeah, Batman likes the ladies. Lord <laughs> that, have mercy. If there's one weakness Batman has, it's probably the, his affinity for ladies. Like he had a kid he didn't even know about. He, he's like he is the epitome well, of a bad I mean, father. to be fair, that's not his own fault because she intentionally hid that kid from him. Hey, you you know when you didn't wrap it up. I'm just saying, for real, that kid was like 12 years old. <laughs> like I know that I kid's kid. also an international assassin and wanted in like 14 different countries. So I don't blame well, that's, him. That's just bad parody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have devolved into the Batman podcast for long enough. <laughs> Swear to me. Oh, Where's God. Rachel? <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. Like Zoinks, man.
<laughs> Shenanigans. Okay, so moving on. This week in the PlayStation Store, they have there are games. None of these uh, games are really notable except for Kingdom Hearts Three, R E Mine. Did you guys see the story that came out about this this morning? What is this? I think apparently, it's like a, a just like a side it, story of other stuff that happened during. Uh, Kingdom Hearts apparently, 3. it adds like finishing touches to the main game that should have been there oh, at launch. But God. apparently, the ratings board had to go in and reclassify Kingdom Hearts because this DLC adds uh, swearing and uh, alcohol. And drugs. Hold on, I found this story here this morning. What? Uh, yeah, Nikki's cousin. <laughs> Kevin, how do you feel about them adding cursing uh, and drinking to your yeah, Kingdom Hearts? There's a hundred tweets in the last hour. One sec. Oh my uh, god, this is awesome. What the f, Goofy? <laughs> 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 oh boy, kids! Oh <laughs> uh, Mickey, I'm grabbing uh, some weed. <laughs> that makes me think of uh, the South Park episode. <laughs> where Mickey was just like a tyrant. Oh man. Yeah. Uh hold on. Kingdom Heart. Let me try and find this. Remind swearing. Oh man. How are you gonna turn a Disney property in this? Oh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts stuff. 3 Remind will feature blood drinking, alcohol, and swearing. Wow. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. I just thought I thought about it. Well, it's, it's way too late for to do it now. <laughs> hey, hey, so this is, I'm not going to say this, but, uh, Mickey. Yahoo! Xenohort's dead, Sora! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, and this is why I don't play uh, Kingdom Hearts, because this just sounds whack. I'm going to play it now. I want to hear Mickey cursing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I be honest, I don't that. I don't think it's gonna be Mickey or Donald or you know, be. anybody else like that swearing. I think it'll be like the Kingdom Hearts characters specifically, like, yeah. you know, Sora or whatnot. Yeah. I want Mickey. Damn it, Goofy, I'm in a dice game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well Oh boy, kids. Now, now we know that it is uh rated uh, T for teen and uh has cursing, blood, and alcohol. In Kingdom Hearts. That's just, that's weird. That'll be interesting. I'm wondering, you know, how that adds to the story. Um, I'll have to ask Kevin, because I'm assuming he's going to play it. Yes. <laughs> so, Kevin, let us know how Remind is, if and when you play it. You should actually review it. Just saying. Yes. All right. Other than that, yeah, just there's nothing really interesting on the drop i mean there's a bunch of games but none of them are like big games you got just a bunch of little stuff uh mostly digital stuff uh nothing too exciting to you know really mention i don't think uh as we know everything's been delayed so it's gonna be slow plotting this year so uh get your backlogs done to get ready for these new games and that's all i got for that so last week asked everybody a question you know what do you want to see from Tony in uh, 2020? And we got an answer. Friend of the podcast, Paul Calico replies, hashtag PSXP answer. I want to see in 2020 a new TMNT game and a new Transformers game. I know that that will not happen, but that's what I want. Final Fantasy VII is something that I'm excited for, but we already know that's coming. I would love to see more Turtles and more Transformers, to be perfectly honest. 
my son has recently gotten really big into Transformers. So I was actually, we were sitting down and we watched a lot of the cartoon, like the original run of the cartoons uh, last yesterday, as well as the Bumblebee movie and then the first Transformers. And yes. I would love to see a new Transformers game, like really like with some, some, some serious polish on there high end where it's like just the battle of Cybertron. Like, let's just forget about earth. Forget about the humans. Just all Cybertron. I'm pretty sure they had a game like that, but yeah, um, the war for Cybertron. War for Cybertron and, um, yeah. And it was the fall of Cybertron. Yeah. I think it got delisted though. Ah, but yeah. Also Transformers devastation is awesome. Yeah, I feel like the Transformers games have always been, you know, those little the cult hits or whatnot. I would so I I would be all for some more Transformers as well as a new Turtles game. But I want a dark Turtles game. I want like the original run of the comics where it was dark. They all wore actually the same color headband, and it was it was it was violent. Like give me give me adult Turtles, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, the one that came out not too long ago, well, not a while ago, a few years back, was based off the comic books. It just wasn't that good. Mm. It was a little bit more darker, but yeah, I would like to see a new Ninja Turtles game. I feel like Platinum still probably owns the license to both of those series. I think so, likely. yes. Yeah. So maybe we'll get one. I, I know Transformers Dev- Devastation did pretty good, so I maybe we'll get a sequel. Think, I think Platinum is a little busy right now, though. I don't got time. No, they're, they're working on a couple games, probably working on the next Nier game because they're going to do one of those. Hey, 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 hey. I love Nier, Transformers. Nier is fantastic. It's good, but I love Transformers. I'd rather than make Transformers. You don't and want that to, you don't want to run around as a, as a as a woman in a maid skirt that is a robot and you know is asking lingering questions about humanity <laughs> and is really psychologically jarring. You're you swear you're you're swerving me on this a little bit. You kind of make me lean towards your side. But I love Transformers so much, and I love Transformers Devastation there's, because it is there's an ability in near. Where if you hold a button, you like self-destruct, but if you don't do it all the way, all that happens is the bottom of your skirt blows off and you're just running around like that. Boy, these Japanese developers. Whoa. Fan (laughs) service. All I gotta say is this, boy. There is also an achievement in Nier for for looking under her skirt like ten times because welcome to Japan. All I gotta say is this. When Me Too hits Japanese culture, it is going to be over for a lot of, <laughs> a lot of Japanese I'm developers. I'm pretty sure it already hit Japanese developers, and they still don't care. Well, there you go. There, there you have it. It's true. So this week, I got a new question for you guys. What game delay hurt the most? Ooh. Let us Last know us on Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter and hashtag it with PSXP answers, or hit us up in the Discord and let us know. But what game delay hurts you guys the most? Uh, Cyberpunk. I want to say The Last of Us 2. But it it wasn't as bad because I was like, you know what? Final Fantasy 7 is coming out, so I'll just play that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I want to say Final (laughs) Fantasy 7 because (laughs) when Final Fantasy 7 got delayed, I got livid. Like, what the? Yeah, that one got me. Yeah. So let us know. What game delay hurt the most? It doesn't have to be, you know, one that was just delayed now. It can be one from, you know, past. Just let us know what game got delayed that you were just like, oh, my God, this is the end of everything. So hit us up, you know, on the Twitters or in the Discord and let us know what game delay really, really just 
Ugh, chap Joe Hyde. All right, so that's going to do it for episode, what is this, 14 of the PlayStation experience? Is, is it 15? This is, this is 15. Look at that. I don't 15. Know. That'll do it for episode 15 of the PlayStation experience. We hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Holler at us over on the Twitters at PlayStation XP or stop by the PSVG Discord and have some discourse. Let the people know where they can find you at Haley and what you're working on. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shepard Zarel or on your gaming platform of choice at Haley Zarel. And you can find me on twitch.tv slash Haley Zarel. Uh, again, streams have been a bit sporadic this week because work's been calling people in even though hours are low. So I've been taking them because I kind of need it. So uh, tentatively, the day this releases, uh, you'll be able to find me streaming The Witcher 3. And there you have it. What about you, Devin? What new podcast have you come up with this week? I'm going to start a new podcast called Who Shot Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so, <sighs> so be on the lookout for that. Or just check out my Twitter, Devil underscore Cox, and check out the Devil Cox Experience wherever you get podcasts, and check out Game If You Don't Play wherever you get podcasts, and check out the Skywardcast wherever you get podcasts. And there's a part of there's a thousand other podcasts, but I don't feel like naming those podcasts right now. <laughs> so they can screw off. Peace out. There you go. <laughs> Just follow the man at Delvin underscore Cox and you can get all your things there. Yes. The Delvin Cox experience. (laughs) Yes. And you can find me everywhere at Dat Ninja Dev. The Twitters, the Xboxes, the Playstations, the PC. I'm Dat Ninja Dev pretty much everywhere I go. Um, You can also check me out on the Stadia cast. Or not Stadia cast. That is not the name of the show. You can find me on... What is it? I can't remember the name of it. Either either way, PSVG. You the can Google find Stadia the, the Show. Google Stadia Show. See, my brain's not working. It's too early. Um, the Google Stadia Show, we just released uh, an episode, which may or may not be the last episode that Donnie's on. We shall see. But check that out. That just released. And uh, with that, long live play.